0: This is The Playbook. I am so excited. I'm here at SoFi Stadium for The Playbook of the Century. Phil Smith in the house. Welcome to The Playbook.
1: Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
0: No, Thanks for coming. Look, you and I share a similar perspective. And I was in a place called Alula, which is an oasis. And I'm sitting there in this resort in the middle of the desert. And it probably was one of the nicest hospitality accommodations that I've ever stayed in, in the middle of the desert. And I'm thinking to myself, I grew up in Akron, Ohio, with a single mom, six kids. She packed my dinner in a paper bag, worked two jobs. How the heck did I get here? (laughs) It was beyond the American dream. And I think a lot of people don't believe the American dream still exists. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you think it still exists? I still, I I think it exists, it's just different today. And how's it different? So for me, Going all the way back to 2006, I decided to start working from home myself. That was my transition.
0: You're, you're an early pandemic
1: guy. Yeah, <laughs> very, very early. 2006, <laughs> I sold the company in 2005. I said at that point in time, I'm like, you know what? I want to work from home. I don't want any employees. I just want to be my own boss, do what I, I want. got to stop you there.
0: So best piece of advice that my dad gave me, he said, if you don't like someone, wish them success with employees and overhead say I hope you have a huge office with thousands of employees and the guy's like oh thank you man that Dave Melcher' is such a nice guy meanwhile you just cursed him right
1: <laughs> exactly it's funny that you say that because the first time I ever went to the Inc 5000 awards I met people and I said hey I'm a one employee company I work from home and every, every pretty much everyone goes how the hell how did you become a one employee company and you're here you know so right. that was a big thing for me they um at that moment in time that was actually 2018 that moment in time i knew i was like wow okay i really did accomplish something because i never thought i did anything special at that point in time but but going back to 2006 i said to myself i want to be my own boss you know i want to work from home i want to make as much money as i can from home and that was it and ever since 2006 i have pretty much been working from home ever since been a one employee company ever since there were two years i did go to an investment fund they acquired my company back in 2010 And uh, the only reason why I did that and went to that office for two years because of the people I was learning from. That was an amazing experience. So that's the reason why I did it. It was worth it. But except for that. And what's amazing about that is we forget how much
0: technology has accelerated uh, since 2006. Oh yeah. In that 17 years. So you know, I got into technology in '92, and you know, I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And I've leaned into technology even through my sports career. As you know, one of the key components, but working from home was not an easy thing to do in 2006. Right, because we think of today with technology. Well, of course, what were some of the things that you know were challenging when you were working at home in 2006 compared to today, where we almost have more efficiencies than in an office.
1: Yeah, so, well, back then, you had to meet everybody in person, had to go out and about. You know, it was a lot of time spent trying to get new clients, do everything myself, obviously. Trying to find any help at that point in time was even harder because, again, you had to go meet everybody, trying to find somebody to work from home, like you said, to communicate with them, everything. So today, the biggest difference for me ever since COVID hit, I mean, we do so much virtual stuff now. Obviously, everybody does it. So having all the technology, Zoom... And I think it's also the mindset of of companies and people to actually say, yes, I'm willing to work a little harder by being able to work from home, you know, and put that extra effort in because, as you know, like you said, the whole employee mindset is a little different from the entrepreneurial mindset. So, you know, having your own personal motivation as an entrepreneur is easy, but finding it in the employees and, or anybody trying to help you out has always been tough.
0: And what about the family? And I don't like the word work, but I'm going to use it. I call it activity I get paid for. But what about the family work balance? You know, was it <laughs> difference in 2006 compared to how commonplace it is
1: here in 2023 coming up? It's funny. Damon John said, I heard him say once he goes, the family work life balance doesn't really exist. <laughs> so and it's <laughs> tough because, listen, I'm a workaholic. I if it's a Saturday afternoon, I have nothing to do my kids know I'm in my office, you know, I'm just always working. So I try really, really hard to make sure that, you know, I spend time with them and, you know, laying down in bed with them before they go to sleep and all that stuff, do vacations, et cetera, et cetera. But it's definitely harder. It's harder today because it's so easy to work today, right? You can work anywhere. Yeah. So you have everything in front of you. You have access to so much stuff. doesn't matter where you are. So I was just in Puerto Rico. And I was, you know, my wife gets mad at me and she says like, why are you working? You know, but, you know, she leaves me alone. She lets me do my thing. She knows but well I need to put now. at least, you know, maybe an hour or two a day, just to kind of send out my emails, make content, you know, exactly what we're doing here, and uh, put that effort in. So it's, well, back then I didn't have kids in 2006. So okay. it did make it easier back then. But with kids, it's, it's and the whole family, and the whole dynamic, it's, it's harder today, especially when you're a workaholic. <laughs> and to
0: that end, you know, i believe because of this you know new formed american dream that we should be connected all the time that if it's okay for example you and i you call it a workaholic i called it i just like activity i get paid for <laughs> so you, right i just see things as activity and i'd rather yeah. be doing activity i get paid for than activity i don't get paid for right. it's just funny. something innate in my being but today the the dream has changed as you mentioned and within the context of being a workaholic, do you find that there's something wrong with wanting to have activity you get paid for every single day, no matter where you are in the world?
1: So it's funny. I everywhere i go everything i do i think about how can i make money in this situation me too if i walk into a restaurant i'm like hmm how are they making money how much are they making what's the rent here you know what i mean like well, they pay
0: me to eat here can i post a video right right exactly
1: <laughs> yeah i actually almost did something like that because nice. uh, i go out to eat so much but yeah it's it's basically it's just I mean, my dna I, i'm just consistently moving forward and i think to myself a lot and i say. I should take a break like should I maybe just take a day off you know but I it's I've been doing it for so long that to me it's just normal but my friends look at me like because I'm up to two three in the morning a lot working after 10 p.m. is really when I actually have my alone time and I can go do research and educate myself and I have a friend who always says to me he's like dude you're crazy he's like how will you just keep moving going 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 but I figured as long as I can do it you know physically mentally and I think it keeps me young, to be honest with you, by just, you know, keeping your brain going all the time. But, yeah, I, I personally see no issues with it. But I know a lot of people that would have that do have issues with it. And they feel like you need to go do other stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, or so. take, you know, get off the grid or take a break. And, right. you know, what I found is I was almost prejudiced the other way that I look down upon people that took time off because <laughs> yeah. of our innate being. <laughs> and then I've been more uh, accepting of it, realizing yeah you know everybody's different and some people need to go off the grid for six weeks or other people like you you're a night owl I'm a morning bird mm-hmm. you know I probably wake up when you go to bed uh, right you know that's exactly but it's okay and especially I think you look at this new American dream like we're talking about and you had to work more on the early side in the olden days because you were meeting people in person mm-hmm. and so you know you you had to be you know at breakfast meetings and you had to be on the train by a certain time and oh, yeah. so it was very difficult to be productive without technology at 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. Oh and yeah. Now today there's no difference at all.
1: Right. I mean back back in the day I started my first company in 1998 and it was hard, you know, to to just get anything off the ground back then for us the way we did our marketing was on yahoo.com, you know, <laughs> it's the only thing available back then. But yeah, trying to do anything, the meetings, the time spent to get, like, used to take the train to the city that kills three hours right there. And yeah, it, it totally the dynamic completely changes. You can get so much more done today. Talk to so many more people throughout, throughout an eight hour a day that you could eat can do back then. I mean, I know someone I had a, way back, you know, 20 years ago, flew to India for a meeting and flew home.
0: I've done that. I've, Ireland. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> I, mean, I almost just did that to Saudi. Uh, I did take two days and then came home Um, now. So let's go to the American dream. What is the American dream today in your perception?
1: For me personally, it's it's living life in your terms, right? Being your own boss, uh, the vacation lifestyle, just being able to do what what you want, when you want. And that's why I push people to become an entrepreneur. Put the effort in. Don't quit. Do what you got to do to make it happen, even everyone's different right some people figure it out right away and they start a business and they're successful with it within weeks or months some people may take a little bit longer but for me personally that's what it's all about you know being around again going back to 2006 i knew i was gonna have kids you know most likely and i said i don't want to be in a corp in an in a office probably in new york city you know that back then that was the idea for me and work 14 hour days and never see them, et cetera, et cetera. So the fact that I can take them to soccer, you know, tech hockey, whatever sport that they're doing, be at the bus when they come home, if it's their birthday or whatever, you know, I have so much, you know, footage of all that stuff and just being around. So for me, it's, it encompasses everything in your life in general. So the family life, the work life, just everything.
0: And we have so many more because of the amount that we can do during a day and the amount that we can do during the day with no travel. Uh, We have incredible productivity. What are some of the things as far as making money that you find to be an American dream today? Because it's not just living life on our own terms. There has to be options, opportunities, and touches of favor. And one of the shared visions that you and I have is, I don't think people realize the size, scope, and the scale of the opportunities that exist if they seek them what are some that you have found to be better uh, in the american dream where you know yes we have the 50s you know start your own business work united auto parts until you're 65 and you can retire i mean that's like baby steps compared to what's available <laughs> yeah. today
1: right that was my dad you know my dad did that and worked worked the job for 40 years or whatever it was so it's funny because from 1998 to today, obviously, like you said, technology, everything's changed so much. So back in 2014, I decided to get into the lead generation business. And the reason why is it just fit my skill set, right? Just for me personally, I love the idea of doing the marketing. I understood that they had the sales side of selling leads or figure out how to monetize your leads after you generate them. And once I get into that business, I scaled within two months of starting that company up and started running ads, I got to six figures a month. So that was from October 14 to December 14. So 15 being my first full year, did about 1.57 million. So at that point in time, I'm like, wow, I figured it out. Yeah. You know, like, this is cool. It took me a long time <laughs> to figure because right. I t-
0: Overnight success, 17 and a half years. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> you know, I was doing social media for years. I was trying this, I was trying that. So just over the years, I started figuring it out. Um, and everything that we do today. So I, in 2018, I ended up partnering with Kevin Harrington, who was yeah. our sh- first couple of in Shark Tank. Yep. And um, what happened was, I I wanted to use his brand to take my brand to the next level, you know, much quicker, right, than I can do on my own. So after right before I met him, I started getting into the education space, and I said, all right, let me show people how to get into this lead gen business. And so that that's what I do now. I do the lead gen business. I love it because it's scalable. It's automated. I didn't need, you know, a lot of people around me. I didn't need any employees to make, you know, to reach six figures a month. And then once I got into the education side and working with Kevin and doing everything there, the first time someone this kid Conrad came up to me one day and goes, "Phil, you changed my life." I love that. Yeah, and I started tearing up. To be honest, with you, this is actually I was in Fort Lauderdale doing an event at the time. I was like, "All right, I got to walk away." Uh, <laughs> but uh, but what happened was he, within a year he got to six, he did his first six figure month in a year, you know, and I know somebody else, Carlos, you know, he first started you know, getting to lead business and it took him about two years to reach seven figures in one month. And so I run ads online and I say that yeah. and people are like, Oh, that's crap. So you got a guy making more money than you. I'm like, that's a good thing, man. Right, like he exactly. went to a different, a great but thing. he has a bigger team. Like he's doing a different he thing. Like poison I, overhead. I could easily do more, but I would need, you know, 30 people, 20 right. people. I don't want that, you know? So I'm fine with where I'm at. And I, I always tell, tell everybody, I'm like, I just try to make as much money as I can in a situation I'm in. That's it. You know, whatever that is, it is.
0: And I think part of that American dream, like you said, is having control or the flexibility of being able to dictate whether you want to make, a hundred thousand or a million or two million a month, it's up to you. But you do have the opportunity to do so. So if you learn something furthermore for 2023 and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, wait a second, if I do have five employees, I can make 10 million a month. Now it's worth having those five employees, which I think a lot of people don't realize. One of the other American dream uh, opportunities is just quality of life and you know, we have mm-hmm. a cancer culture, we have all these different opportunities, but part of it's because things are so good. Right, the quality of life is amazing. The, the cars, the transportation, the technology has given us, I think, a skewed perspective where, you know, it was a lot harder when we were young. So you didn't have time to worry about, like, what name you called me, <laughs> or what food you were <laughs> actually eating. No, right, right? right. How How much, do you think that the ease of life, the American dream, is really as much as some people may have difficulties and struggle, this amazing lifestyle that we can have, and it's up to you. How much do you think that plays into the fact that people are just you know, bored because they have, can get their jobs done in minutes, and now they have you know, too much attention to give to the
1: wrong things? Man, that's the problem too much attention to give to TikTok and whatever other content that you probably shouldn't be watching <laughs> right. uh yeah and yeah w- when it comes to uh w- with the average w- what i've learned is that the average the average person that i deal with or talk to or communicate with in my line of work is uh the number one thing is fear a lot of people are so scared at failing and i'm sure that's probably big in all parts of life but when it comes to making money being an entrepreneur or just advancing your career how many people are scared to ask for a raise at a job right it's it's across the board the fear and the being scared of uh failing definitely the biggest thing and i try so hard to tell people listen you have to try i mean you when you first rode a bike you got on a bike you fell you got back on a bike you kept going People tell me, oh, I tried this. You know, tried becoming a business owner and I failed. I'm like, okay, I failed the things too. You just got to keep going. So there's only so much that I can do. You know, People yeah. have to basically look at themselves and say, listen, if I need to just keep pushing forward until success is going to happen. One of the things I say to everybody is you want to run a marathon or you want to finish a marathon. It doesn't matter if you run, walk, crawl. If you just never quit, you're going to finish a marathon. At the end of the day, you're going to finish. And if you take that mindset and put it into a, as a business, say, I'm just gonna keep going until I succeed. Because if you don't ever quit success, you're just gonna figure it out, exactly. right? That's exactly. it. I Consistent,
0: mean, persistent pursuit. That's Every it. Every day without quit, that's exactly right. Last question, mentorship is so important. You're one of the world's greatest consultants as well. And mentorship has changed. Uh, over the years and the American dream of mentorship of people being available and accessible to teach you like you know your abundant attitude and perspective of being happy for someone that makes more than you uh, is indicative of who you are but also your understanding of mentorship how important number one is mentorship and two how accessible is mentorship today and what are you doing to be accessible in your mentorship
1: yeah it's funny because uh literally things that have taken me from the biggest jumps in my career have literally been like five minutes of time because you just talk to the right person at the right time and they give you the right information. And of course you jumped on the, the information, right? So the, uh, one of the biggest things that I could say is, um, you know, I, I, we, we try our hardest to just give out as much information to everybody as much as possible, right? Whatever they need, work with people one-on-one, you know, if, if it makes sense you know, for them to do that. But the, tra- the biggest transition I could say that I've made over the last five years since I started getting into on the education side is that we started doing, we started providing a lot of the service for people. So for example, if someone wanted to become an entrepreneur. They had to go through every step, right? When we first started doing this, we said, you got to now go build your website. You got to go hire someone if you need to hire them. You needed to go you know, find the companies you're going to work with. We gave them all the steps to do, but they had to go do literally every single step. So what we did today is we transitioned everything. And we said, we now have a hundred person sales team through partner companies. They're not my sales people. Right. I put all these partners together. So I have over 100 Person team now does all the sales for everybody. We have software that automates all their marketing SMS, email, CRM, everything on a back end. We have uh, all the marketing strategies for them. So, all we tell people to do to make your life as simple as possible, all you needed to come in now is just generate a lead. We'll still show you how to do that. We even have software that does it with just a few clicks and mouse. So, by me, helping pe- by me, mentoring people best I can on a mass scale is by literally doing 99% of the work for them to get up and running, to start moving forward. And ever since we transitioned to that, and this is all after COVID, we redid everything. And um, once we started doing that, it was a big change in people's success. So basically I just did a lot of the work for people to kind of help them is the best way I could do it. Yeah. So you
0: paid the dummy tax. Why should they have to (laughs) living and redefining the new American dream? The incredible Phil Smith giving back to help people make a lot of money, help a lot of people themselves. And most importantly, having a lot of fun and a weighted balance like most workaholics he's truly enjoying himself. (laughs) Phil Smith. Thanks for joining me. This is David Meltzer with entrepreneurs, the playbook.